Hi everyone and welcome to the Feel Your Bowl podcast. Each week I'm going to bring you new episodes which will inspire you to jump out of your comfort zone and ditch society's expectations of what's normal. This podcast is designed for anyone who wants to fill up their bowl in all areas of their life, whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually or emotionally. If you're finally ready to jump on the self-love train and opt out of what society expects of you, then you're in the right place. I want to bring you raw and honest conversations on mental health, relationships, navigating life in your 20s and healing your relationship with food, exercise and your body and lots more. Grab a coffee, turn the volume up and let's get started with today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and remember, what's the one thing you'll regret not doing when you're 80 years old? Now go do it. Hi everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode. If you are listening to this podcast episode, then I imagine you are about to eat a a meal, a fear food, something that is making you feel anxious or making you feel scared or worried or overwhelmed or just not making you feel good. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about something that many, many people struggle with and that is feeling anxious before eating a meal or feeling anxious before eating a fear food. And whether this anxiety and stress is due to an eating disorder or digestive issues that you're worried you might experience after eating the food, when you are feeling this anxiety and stress before eating, it can make mealtime a really daunting experience for many people. But I just want to let you know that it doesn't have to be that way. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing some tips and strategies to help you overcome your anxiety so you can start enjoying food and enjoying your meals again. And if you haven't already listened to my podcast on how to find joy in food again, I would 100% recommend that you go and listen to that podcast episode because I talk you through how you can find joy in the eating experience again. So before we dive into our tips, let's just take a moment to understand where your anxiety might be coming from around this food. For some people, it might be related to an eating disorder or a history of disordered eating, or it might be due to digestive issues. You might be worried about experiencing bloating or cramping or acid reflux after eating this certain food you are about to eat. And so when you identify the root cause of your anxiety and where this anxiety is coming from, you can begin to address it more effectively. Another root cause of anxiety before eating a meal might be weight gain. You might be anxious and scared that this particular food is going to make you gain weight. So I am just going to remind you that one meal and one piece of food does not determine your health and does not determine your weight. 
okay? Eating one food and one meal that is outside of your usual routine or has extra fat, extra sugar, extra carbs in than what you are usually used to is not going to make you gain weight. That is one meal out of a hundred meals that you eat over the course of one month. That one meal is not going to make you gain weight. So let's go over some tips that you can start incorporating into your life to overcome this anxiety that you feel before eating. So number one, you really want to start practicing mindfulness. So I want you to go and get that food, go and get that meal that you want to challenge today. And before sitting down to eat it, take a moment to ground yourself. And take a moment to bring your attention to the present moment. You can try doing some mindfulness exercises like taking a few deep breaths or simply just focusing on the sounds around you or what you can see around you, what you can smell. Start putting your focus onto your senses. So sit down in your chair, look outside, maybe look at the birds that are flying, the trees that are swaying in the wind, the buildings that you can see in the distance. Maybe you can see a neighbor from outside your window and start just really focusing on being in that present moment. And then I want you to take three deep breaths. Okay, so we're going to take three deep breaths right now. So breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. So breath number one, let's go. So breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four. Number two, breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, and breathe out, two, three, four. And number three, breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four. Now you might be thinking, what is the point of that? Why have I just sat here and done three deep breaths before eating a meal? And the point is, so you are activating your parasympathetic dominance. So your body is in rest and digest mode. So you can digest your food optimally. Your body functions best at digesting food when it is in its rest and digest state, when it is feeling calm, when it is feeling relaxed. It is not going to be digesting food well when you are in this stressed and anxiety-ridden state. Because at that point, your body thinks that it is in survival And if your body is in survival, digesting food is the last thing it wants to be doing. It wants to be combating that thing that is a threat to your survival. Food is not a threat to your survival. So when you are feeling stressed and anxious around food, it is an unhealthy stress response to something that shouldn't be activating your body in that way. It shouldn't be activating your nervous system in a way that your body thinks it is a threat to your survival. Food is important for your survival. And so we want to practice some mindfulness techniques and ways that we can calm the body down so it is in a nice and relaxed state before we eat our meal. 
okay? And next, I want you to create a safe space. Make your dining area, your table, a really comfortable and inviting space. Maybe you want to surround yourself with things that make you happy, like candles or music or fresh flowers. Yeah, maybe put some music on, put your favorite song on and have a sing song, play some music, do some singing. And again, that engages your diaphragm, which will help your body with digesting the food, your vagus nerve, which is the nerve that connects your gut to your brain, runs through your diaphragm. So the more you are engaging your diaphragm, the more you are strengthening this nerve, and it can help with the gut-brain connection. When your mind is feeling relaxed, it sends a signal to your gut that it is safe to digest the food. Okay, so you've got your meal, you've got your fear food that you want to try, and now we are going to take our first bite. Okay, so I want you to pick up that food or pick up your fork and take your first bite. And I want you to focus on the sensory experience of your food. Feel the flavors exploding in your mouth. What can you taste? What does the food feel like in your mouth? What are the textures of the food? Is it crunchy? Is it soft? Is it satisfying your taste buds? Do you need to add something else to your meal to make it more satisfying? Do you need a little extra crunch? Do you need some more sauce with your meal? If you are eating a meal and not just a a standalone food, does your meal have all of the macronutrients that your body needs? Does it have the carbs, the fats, the proteins? Really look at your meal and ask yourself, Is this meal going to give me the energy and the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that my body needs to thrive? And if there is something that you could add to your meal to make it more satisfying, go and add it now. Now is a great time to add it in. And before taking another bite, smell your food. What does it smell like? Does it smell good to you? You really want to be tapping in to all of your senses here. And as you get a quarter of the way through your plate or through the food you're eating, maybe you want to check in with your body. Maybe you want to ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Am I still hungry? Is this food satisfying me? And again, once you get to the halfway point, keep checking in with your body. You can check in as you get a quarter of the way through your plate, halfway through and three quarters of the way through. Same with a standalone food. You can check in with your body a quarter of the way through eating that food, halfway and three quarters of the way through. Just keep checking in with your body acknowledge any signals that it is sending you, acknowledge whether you feel satisfied, whether you feel full, whether you're still hungry, whether you do need to add something extra to the meal to make it that even more satisfying. I want you to really practice being mindful throughout this experience. If any negative thoughts come up for you while you are eating this meal, then I want you to become aware of them because the more you are aware of the negative thoughts that you are having, the more you can start challenging them. And the more you start to learn about yourself as well and learn about what challenges you need to make. In order to heal your relationship with food, you have to be aware of the negative thoughts that you are having so you can challenge them with logic and reason. So I want you to ask yourself if the thought pops up, ask yourself if those thoughts are really true. 
or are they just unhelpful beliefs that you have internalized over time? Are those thoughts based on scientific evidence? Are those thoughts things that you would say to a friend or a loved one? Because usually they're not. Usually these thoughts are not true. They're not based on scientific evidence. And they are just things that you have become to believe over time and internalized as the truth when really they're not. They're not the truth. And not every single thought that you have is going to be true. And so as you eat this meal, allow those thoughts to come to you, allow them to come to the surface without judgment. Because healing takes time and you have to be patient with yourself. You have to be kind and compassionate in yourself. And instead of focusing on perfection and judging yourself for not being perfect, you need to start focusing on progress. Because nothing is going to be perfect. There is nothing perfect about eating and not one person has a perfect diet. And so the more you can start focusing on the progress you are making instead of just being perfect all of the time, the more you can be kind and compassionate with yourself and understand that each person's body and lifestyle is unique which means that there is not one size fits all when it comes to food and it comes to nutrition. And when you are placing a lot of pressure on yourself to be perfect when it comes to eating, this can be really detrimental to your physical and your mental health because it can lead to then feelings of guilt and shame and anxiety when you do eat certain foods that you don't consider to be perfect, which can then lead to these disordered eating patterns. So striving for perfection is unrealistic and it is unsustainable and it just leads to feelings of failure and discouragement. So instead of striving for perfection, strive for progress. Okay, so listening to your body, practicing self-compassion and finding a balance that works for you is key when it comes to healing your relationship with food. So you may have finished your meal by now and I want you to reflect on how you feel. You could even write a mood diary and this is not, I repeat, not tracking what you eat in a day. It is more just keeping track of your emotions and how you feel when you eat certain foods. Because I imagine you've eaten that meal and it wasn't as scary as you thought and you've now nourished your body. So congratulations for that. That is an amazing achievement. And this is one step in the right direction and you need to celebrate that. Congratulate yourself for eating this meal today because that was a big step for you. And I know that, I know it was a big step. So well done. And so if you do want to start keeping a food and mood diary, then you can write down what you have eaten and write down all of the emotions that you are now feeling after eating that food. And over time, you can start to see a pattern with certain foods that you're eating and you can start to learn more about your body. Maybe you ate something today that didn't have as much satisfaction as you actually wanted. Write that down. Be honest with yourself. This is when it is so important to be honest with yourself when you are learning about your body. And then so the next time you come to a meal, uh, maybe you're eating the same meal, you can remember, oh, last time I actually wanted some extra sauce or some extra crunch with this meal. So this time that is what I'm going to do. 
But please remember, keeping a food and mood diary is not the same as tracking what you are eating or tracking your calories. That is not the same thing. And if you are still really struggling to find joy in food again, then as I said at the beginning of this podcast episode, go back and listen to my episode on how to find joy in food again. It has lots of tips inside it on how you can find that joy again. So I I hope this podcast episode was helpful. And if it was, please send me a DM. Please leave me a review. Leaving a review really helps get the podcast episode out there so I can help more people heal their relationship with food, their body and exercise and share it to your story. Tag me in it. I absolutely love hearing from all of you guys that listen to the podcast episode. I really appreciate your support and appreciate you being here. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next week for another podcast episode. Bye.